Willkommen! Hallo! Welcome! Welcome! Uh, welcome back in Terrabang. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed that first version of our intro. Yes. Not sure if you tuned in to our previous episode. No worries Thank if you, you hadn't. hadn't, but maybe do that afterwards. Yeah, but we go into some detail on how we, you know, our process for coming up with that, with that tune, uh, with that melody there. Hope you've been doing well in Turbang. Um, Stephanie, how you been? Doing well, doing well. I guess right around now, at the time of recording, is time of autumn. So, you know, mm-hmm. you get changing seasons and, uh, you know, just enjoying seeing nature at its work. Do is its it, work. I think... It's definitely a really big visual of like you have transition, I guess, during this time of year. Sure. Yeah, with the changing of colors and things. Yeah. No, so I've been enjoying kind of getting out myself. I mean, the weather is nice. You don't have to bundle up too much or stress about dying of heat stroke or anything. And you can kind of somewhat pleasant, at least where I'm living. Um, so I've been, yeah, enjoying taking some strolls and, you know, always having random thoughts come into my mind as it usually happens. These might've been thoughts that um, I'd come up with before, but just are revisiting as they kind of are surfacing up to the forefront of my mind. And uh, I wanted to kind of pitch, pitch, pitch this question and if you wanted to build up on it, but it was kind of like the idea of like t- traveling back in time and maybe having, we talked about this, I think in a previous episode of time traveling, but um, I shared this with Stephanie and I think you had like a, t- a good take on it. I shared with you before this recording oh sure yeah sorry no nope. uh, <laughs> uh yeah no so if you could travel back in time right yeah and um you could hang out with anybody you know in the past for a day afternoon whatever um just amount of time but you know what would you talk about you know like sure it could be their specialty that you know they've become famous historically for or it could just be about their favorite flavor of ice cream or you know something random or you know their take on the world who, mm-hmm. who would you you know talk to and what do you think you would like to talk about there's so many yeah so my, my i think my original question was like yeah getting able to kind of pick who you'd be with and stephanie just did a great job of expanding on of like well you don't have to you don't have to play music with mozart um, you, yeah, you said you can do, just go get ice cream together, but it's also hearing you thinking about the length of time. Cause you mentioned just like an afternoon or a couple hours. Yeah. Like, like you're not, you're not like tight buddies. You're not going to spend like a year hanging out or anything. But even just like a weekend road trip would be, you know, like we have to kind of spend time or what if it's like an uncomfortable situation where you're like stranded on an Island or you kind of have to be forced to be, yeah. it's not like your choice circumstance with this person and not like the, not exactly this would be a person who would like help you you know clearly like would be a great resource to get you out of that situation but it'd be kind of would be interesting right to have someone your metal yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to think but who would be unlikely like you know if you're talking you know like survival ship then like a soldier from back in you know, the revolutionary war you know who have traversed across whatever you know great expansive europe or you know whatever continent they, they probably have some survival experience but what if you're stuck there with marie antoinette or you know somebody but like to the bad. point even if but like what you're saying about something i think you've mentioned this before you know like um like leonardo da vinci right like 
Sure. He's kind of famous for a few things, but he it was later known and maybe even lesser known um, how he just kind of dabbled in many different things. This was kind of a really curious mind. So, you know, with you saying Marie Antoinette, what if or what about if she yeah. was just someone who was very particularly interested in reading and researching all about survival ship or like poisonous plant species in the Amazon. And even though she had her public figure position, like she could kind of have this lesser known trivia treasure chest. I'm famously, as I mentioned, what in episode two, she loved the potato flowers. She had them in her hair and like got prints on her. Oh, on that's her. right. And, um, you know, she would try and, like, spread that fashion wherever she went. And, you know, because she was fashion icon at the time, mm-hmm. everyone adored her. So maybe she went out of her way to become a potato enthusiast. Who knows? You know, but no one really was like, ah, oh, it's a potato, whatever. But yeah. secretly, she was this huge nerd about it. What if? What if? Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I was. I don't, I don't like to just judge someone based on the three wikipedia or three facts you know about the person that you just summarize them uh so i don't know that this question i think i've now made it so broad my mind can't even come up with a single answer do you have an answer in terabang or, or stephanie let's just go specific like if you um okay let's keep with the desert island you know idea right okay um, and pick an unlikely historical figure right no no um ex- that we know of, of survival you know like they need to really try them you know what i mean like if they're used to camping on the ground they're used to camping on the ground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that, that's too easy that's what they do like routinely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but someone who is pushed out of their com- comfort zone as much as you would be presumably you and Terabang are <laughs> also <laughs> are not surviving for it with me <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess to an extent, existentially, we all are, but yes, you know, deep, creature, you know, like beyond creature comforts, you know, just for like basic food, water, shelter kind of necessities. Who, what would, you know, what do you think? Hmm. Hmm. It has to be someone who's passed, no longer living. Um, I mean, they they could be current, but like uh, old. For some, for some reason, I want like like uh, someone who would just kind of lift my spirits and be. I, maybe I'm just in a in like a tick, tickled kind of mood right now. But yeah. my mind first went, well, not Edgar Allan Poe, and I'm going to contradicting what I said earlier about like summarizing someone in, in a few points. But like I I do feel that he would have. A, I, I do appreciate dark humor, but I feel like he, especially with this content, it would just get a little bit too dark and grim, and I would just, you know, someone with a little bit of a different perspective. Yeah, you know, like those spook tours, or, you know, those mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. are quite common in, like, cities. He could, like, tell you all about the raven and go on and on and on about it. <laughs> yes. So you would have plenty of company, but I like the poet um, Shel Silverstein I liked growing up. Yes, very whimsical, up there with Dr. Seuss. Yes, just able to kind of take a regular situation and just kind of make it interesting and fun. And I think that would make me lift my spirits if I were to be on Desert Island. And if, if you know, Shel Silverstein has just a vast knowledge of survival skills, extra bonus. But uh, that's who I would pick for in that given situation. 
I think the queen for me. Queen Liz the second. Wow. I think you would be yeah. set. That's a great I, I think that's a great choice. I don't know about you and Terving, but yeah. I mean, if we're stranded on a desert island and we don't have a car, that's a bit of a problem. But, you know, famously in I believe World War Two, she was like a mechanic, you know, and helped fix cars and to this day she like drives a Land Rover, Range Rover, one of those like Yeah, she drives an SUV, yeah. Car. Very competent, you know, um, stately elderly lady, but definitely very sharp. I'm, I'm quite sure. So yes, know, I, I definitely think. agree there. Yeah, Some nice banteroos. <laughs> <laughs> Hang, you know. I would also want in that island situation, but even in general, like like an explorer, like Edmund Hillary or someone who just like they're missing. Hillary in a desert? Yeah, but just like they're just like missing because I have just too much fear going on. My fear center in my mind is overactive. And just to be around someone who's just the opposite. It's a competent, you know, they, they thrive on the wilderness or something. Yes, and they're very just level-headed when there's any obstacles because I need, I need some time to just, you know, scream, cower, cry, you know, grovel on the ground a little bit. But here's the thing, like, how do you know that those people aren't freaking out at the same time, too? You know, they they write their own diaries, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't necessarily say, I had a panic attack on X day, you know. They try to make themselves look the best, you know, so that charity reviews it. Mm -hmm. Like, Christopher Columbus kept two journals. I don't know if you're aware of this, but one journal was, like, his log, the, you know, the ship log, to be like, everything went smoothly today, right? (laughs) (laughs) I was really scared that the the crew would mutiny him and then he kept his own secret private journal like this is all going you know i didn't know that but i'm sure yeah like because they were they were fully prepared to like mutinize oh well yeah what they were doing was pretty yeah pretty crazy so i don't know how (laughs) they may look smooth smooth sailing on the surface freaking out on the inside perhaps yeah but it would be nice to have a buddy. It would be nice, I think, insert, I, I, I enjoy having company with people in doing things. I'm, I'm kind of, for me, I'm, I don't like to just say you're either this or that, you know, introvert or extrovert, but in certain contexts, I do like to have company, not all the time, and sometimes I just have just alone time, but, you know, especially when it comes to extroverted, whatever you want to call it, aspect something that's always been very important to me is relationships for my life and particularly friendships. And I know that I really prioritize friendships, um, whether or not that seems evident to people on the outside, but, um, and, you know, I've not read too much into it, but, you know, read somewhat about friendship because it's, you know, such a big part of my life and in philosophical viewpoints of things like friendship and love and death and things. I, I've always thought that, yeah, the idea of friend and friendship is kind of interesting. And um, I mean, Stephanie is in the Terabang as well. Um, you know, you're both people I definitely view as, as friends, but then I, there's other people in my life who I also consider as friends, but I, it's not the same just and it's yes because the people are different the relationship is different but it's also just how that type of that specific relationship just plays a role in my life and i just i was kind of revisiting 
I, I took some philosophy courses in university and um, we did spend some time looking into this and to, to, re to refer to you know, Aristotle, um, I think in this Nicomachean ethics section, you know, he had a clear depiction of, you know, at least in this piece of writing of his, that there were three types of friendships um, is what he had defined. And um, I just kind of thought that that was interesting. You know, one was being like friends for pleasure. So just, you know, something, someone you would spend your kind of spare time with, do some fun, casual hobbies or dining or going out to parties. The second one being, you know, friends for benefits, someone that would provide like this utility for you um, or work-related reason. Um, like maybe sometimes you would think of maybe with your colleagues or neighbors. And the third being like what he would call like true friends. Um, this is like someone who's like a mirror of you or you know, a single, the quote I have written down here is a single soul dwelling in two bodies. And so anyway, just kind of stepping away from that, I just want to kind of open it up uh, to Stephanie and, and you as well and Tara Bang of, not that this is the only way to view friendships, but is this something you've also thought about or can you have anything to, to think about? I think, so I've not been um, introduced to this concept of, of the three types of friendship before. Mm -hmm. Made the pleasure one sounds a bit confusing with the true friends version. Yes. Um, because perhaps when I think of friends, the ones that are not the just the useful utilitarian ones that you mentioned in the second version Mm -hmm. the the friends for pleasure like why would i want to hang out with someone who is just so i mean i i do like to hang out with people who are different from me mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that they're not true friends i mean in that you know mm -hmm. the general definition of what true like i'm sure they'll be there for me when i'm there you know when i'm mm -hmm. down vice versa uh, and i'm sure that Aristotle perhaps, you know, meant to have a triple Venn diagram, if you will, you know, three circles. I believe there was, um, I believe there was, I should have looked more in, in, in the book. But yeah, he does he expanded pretty, quite a bit on, on sure. this. Um, but it's, yeah, and I think it's, you know, is one better than the other? I feel like that's subjective. Um, and just what about the idea of, you know, the different chapters that you go through in life and, you know, maybe depending on what you're going through or maybe how you, because, you know, you might go through phases as a person and depending on, you know, where you are in life, you might attract a certain group of people as friends or sure. versus friends who you tend to kind of be with all the time for many years and many phases of your life or friends who you become close to maybe in some earlier years and decades later you can just pick right back up um, where you left off so I think there's definitely a you know a temporal a time element as well to this and so for those yeah for those different types of you know time point friends is there certain similarities or differences among that as well sure for me uh, I don't think I have too much of a problem with like the time element, at least the friends that I've um, kept close to in university, I've at least remained friends with mm -hmm. uh, versus I guess like elementary, middle and high school. 
less less so of that because communication was not my forte at that point <laughs> so <laughs> the strings of that were a little more tenuous but i think the the friends that i started you know keeping more in touch with during the course of college i've you know maintained but for me the circles of friendship have been relatively concentric and the closer ones the ones that i hold closer to my heart mm-hmm. are more in that closer circle of trust really mm-hmm. and the ones that perhaps are more utilitarian like you know for study groups or something they tend to be on the outermost circles of mm-hmm. trust and they're like mm-hmm. i'll i'll share what i have to in order to make it seem like i'm chummy <laughs> so that, stephanie's you know, inner yeah. inner criteria for what is chummy <laughs> you know just like you know bribe them with cordial get yeah, chummy cordial you know, when you're in college you kind of just live for food you know like that's <laughs> the way to bribe, give them free pizza free candy free you know stuff mm-hmm. keep the study group happy and then you will hopefully have a fruitful study session and i'll go away with A's. that's that's the hope but you need to keep them focused not digress so keep the food already prepared well sure (laughs) well for me and another another example perhaps of this utility you know favor friends is kind of like what you're talking about stephanie building off of that of like you know when you're really young as a baby you don't have like a lot of autonomy or choice of who your friends are it's kind of like who your parents kind of put you with or who you're just who's in your class and yeah, like it's proximity you know it's proxi- like mm-hmm. whoever you're kind of shoved together and also that's a time when you're just like developing social skills so you're just kind of testing out the waters of different types of socialization and you know, becoming introduced to different types of people and their own attachment styles or way of communicating and learning things out yourself. So I feel like in those early years, it's tough to like, you know, it's, to me, it's kind of a different type of quote unquote friend because that's you just also learning socializing, you know? Sure. And I really like admire those people who have like lifelong friends with people they made friends with in like kindergarten, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wish I had that kind of relationship with them, mm-hmm. but alas, it's just not meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, I mean, I, I do have, I have, I have one of those from kindergarten and, you know, we weren't continuously close forever. We did kind of grow distant, not very distant, not for very long, but it was, yeah, uh, they were not someone I was talking to on a daily basis for many years kind of thing. But it's kind of that category of you can definitely, because we have so much to fall back on, so yeah. much history. So we do really sync up. And because starting from kindergarten, you, you, I, I developed, I became a person with this person. So we are yeah. very, pretty deeply tied in that way. Um, but I like those phases, whether they're a day or like a couple of weeks, where you're like, I, I don't really... Because keeping up with friends is kind of can be difficult with responding to messages or letters or you know organizing, seeing each other. It's it's quite a bit of time and effort and energy, at least for me sometimes. And sometimes I don't know if it's this is true, but I kind of feel like that kind of outweighs like keeping up with people. And I just find myself enjoying kind of 
just taking time uh, for my, just being kind of on my own. And then something that I kind of learned the past couple of years is the concept of being my own best friend. Sure. And that whole idea and that falls into things with like self-love and self-care and self-compassion, whatever, you know, the, whatever the buzzwords are um, around that um, pot of honey. Um, we're going to make a reference later on this episode. I just got excited that my subconscious made the honey and attraction to honey connection. I'm very pleased right now. I'm very pleased. I'm just grinning right now. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. And whenever I say it, I need, I need everyone to brace themselves so their eyes don't roll like too far back in their head just to be safe. So this is a safety warning, everybody. Um, but yeah, and so like being your own best friend and like taking care of yourself and prioritizing your needs. So like if you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed, like stepping away, this is an exercise that I, I do for myself now. And it's being like, if I were my own best friend, like, and I saw myself in the situation, what would I do? And it's like, well, I would have a lot of kindness and have these ideas to help and be supportive. And I apply that to myself. And that was something that I didn't, I didn't develop these skills until, you know, until recently later in my life. That's good to hear. Sorry, I I was like thinking about my own situation. Not oh, to... okay. I was just I just thought you were like, what is she doing? The no, no, thinking about my situation, and mm-hmm. I've generally kind of lived apart from all my friends. They kind of all used to live very close together. Mm-hmm. And I was always a bit removed from <laughs> from the Madden crowd, far from the Madden crowd, mm-hmm. which I believe kind of put me in a interesting position because I never grew up with the notion that I needed people to make myself happy because I always was kind Ooh. of alone to make myself I like that idea that's, an idea. that's very powerful yeah which I mean it's got its pluses and minuses right you can't sure you can't visit your next door neighbor best friend's house whatever and yeah. have a play on the playstation but you know, you learn you learn how to entertain yourself, whether drown yourself in books or you know crafty projects or you know learning a new language or whatever. You know, just just busy yourself in some other way. So uh, perhaps I'm a little emotionally stunted, <laughs> but I think I I do know what kind of sets me off or what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then some people who they're never without. I know I have a few friends that. They're never without people. They like, yeah. You know, one relationship ends. They, you know, within a few days, they're with somebody else just because they need that support group yeah. or somebody to lean on. Um, <laughs> but and you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. why don't you like take time to learn something for yourself? And they're like, I've just never had that, and I'm so scared of doing like. And like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, you just end up in a ditch. Which, yeah, I guess that's pretty bad. But you know, like an actual ditch. They have to end up in a ditch, but you know, like maybe Mm -hmm. you know they they go off and do their YOLO thing or you know whatever, Mm -hmm. but a little careless. They didn't plan for all the different contingencies, and you know perhaps they you know ended up in a ditch because their car went off the rails. But that's not necessarily what I'm condoning. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer: You know, please um, find yourself, but safely. Yeah. <laughs> you know just just do start small and then just kind of scale up once you kind of know where your footing is but you know um it's worth it's worth i guess knowing your extremes your hobbies your likes your dislikes 
because how it's it's nice if someone surprises you with you know those experiences say hey let's go skydiving or bungee jumping or let's go do this new thing that you've never tried before together that's all very well you know but you kind of got to know what suits you first Mm -hmm. you know rather than just kind of blindly be a lemming that's a good that's that's a good i like the good different perspective and i think when you brought up the people who yeah and she has just a certain way of living but needing to be surrounded by people whether that is like in friendships or like intimate relationships or even like living alone so just like opting in to have roommates versus just living by yourself um because to me like roommates would definitely kind of be just you know just just physical company um to just because people have people have an energy about them in person when you're in physical company there is a certain shift in kind of the space's energy or aura or whatever you know yeah like Um, you know definitely if people are present versus if nobody else is here but then just wanting to see if we could hone this in a little bit i mean when you mentioned like yeah knowing people who need to you know once a relationship ends they have to start another one are there shared or unique qualities between friends and partners like romantic partners you know how some people some people like to be friends first and then start dating or you know get married or some people just go right into sure courtship or whatever different things work for different people i mean that's what kind of makes the world go around right Mm -hmm. um i think it'd be beneficial if you guys were friends first right (laughs) because at least you know each other's quirks the goods and the bads rather than you know like you fall in love at first sight right and then Mm -hmm. you know it all seems really nice and rosy until someone farts in bed and you're like oh this is gross and disgusting i wouldn't to be (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know yeah i'm i'm personally in the same boat but i don't know about interviewing uh for you but i i have come across people who prefer for some reason maybe it's just the word but they just like to keep them separate um because i guess it's they feel that some things you know aren't you can't group them together because they feel that some things you do in a romantic relationship are just like not appropriate to be anywhere near like things that you do in a friendship and not just like physical stuff not to be weird but like just what you share what you talk about how you present yourself things like that um and i think especially in like one thing that say that to me a lot is in, in romantic relationships or your partners um and this is kind of going back to not only to like to keep sticking in the whole like philosophy stuff but i also you know was introduced a little bit to um the analects of confucius and this is kind of giving a western i'm sorry an eastern take i aristotle being more of the western mindset of you know a big aspect being faith and fidelity in a relationship um and i feel like that plays a big role especially in like monogamous you know marriages where you kind of have this contract to you know usually in your vows or however you know to be uh, faithful and devoted to a single person through you know at least in western marriages you know through sickness and in health um and um yeah, I don't know. Just kind of thinking about that kind of perspective or that quality. So from, I'm not going to profess that I am an expert in the analytics of Confucius. I just kind of generally am aware of mm-hmm. Confucius. 
um my understanding is that there's various different hierarchies and levels that you know you as an individual can have you know relationships with like, your father your mother your teacher your boss your coworker, your peer your friend your younger siblings your older siblings like it's just all about <laughs> different relationships an individual can have mm-hmm. and from what i think i can understand like the the peer-to-peer friendship is probably about as equal as you can get. Everything else is all about um, levels of respect, right? You know, like if you have a, you know, um, I say relationship, I don't mean like, oh, I'm in love with you, teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like the, how you treat a teacher, you know, you, you have a certain level of regard and, you know, um, I keep saying respect, but it's like, your, your parents should have like the utmost respect right and your your ancestors grandparents and uncles and aunts and then your teachers is like a more formalized kind of relationship you know it's um you treat them as sources of knowledge and you know your friends you know they they come up with ideas along with you and your siblings you know mm-hmm. if you're old if you're an older sibling and you have younger siblings then you can like boss them around sort of and they have <laughs> they're supposed to respect you for that mm-hmm. Vice versa, if you're a younger sibling, older siblings, and they tell you what to do, you have to follow them, um, or you should follow them. Modern days, you know, the Western thinking has sort of infiltrated at least my upbringing. So, okay. you know, it's a little more, <laughs> it's a little more egalitarian, but not a hundred percent. But you okay. know, it's it's kind of still got the skeleton of that there. Mm-hmm. But I think the friend one is usually about equal. Okay. No, does I like that. Make- it does make sense. I'm just, I'm just kind of taking it in. Sorry, yeah, we don't, we didn't cut out each other. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm absorbing that. It just seems that there's these little pockets or little spaces and little facets of your life that are so hard to try to like list or identify or name. That they're, quote they're, unquote, they're not exactly like drawn out in a square, right? It's yeah, kind of and it depends on, you know, how you tie yourself to another person really yeah yeah it's very mm-hmm. it's really Go multifaceted ahead. into how you know what type of the type of friends or how friends can fit into your life and also you know how you i know for me like i sometimes feel like a chameleon sometimes it's not even on purpose but i just tend to act differently depending on different people i'm with and um how i kind of like that um i don't know if you, you do the same in terabang but uh so I don't know. I just kind of brings me and reminds me going into uh, the music we have for this episode. Um, you know, just so many different aspects. Yeah. Like I said, very multifaceted and moods. And so um, Stephanie kind of, Stephanie and I kind of worked on a list uh, of some songs that we thought kind of, kind of captured a little bit of that. We tried to capture, you know, a little bit here and there of the various aspects of mm-hmm what it means to be friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so guess. To begin with, to begin with. We... <laughs> well, in honor of our friendship, Michelle, you and me, and also newly found in Terabang. Thank you yes. for joining us. Yes. Uh, we'd like to put forth, You've Got a Friend in Me, the classic, classic tune from Toy Story, which is, entirely about friendship and weathering things through thick and thin Mm -hmm. it's just such a i mean great song masterpiece (laughs) 
<laughs> great song and it's reprised in you know different ways and through the movies which which you know touched me uh quite a bit you know growing up for me and it's so endearing you know every time i hear it, it just gets fonder you know same or- and it's, it's it's just it's reassuring because i think that's a big aspect of friendship is is it reciprocal you know you feel a certain way about someone else you, you know you like them you have a positive regard for them is it this back the same way and have i think that got- I, yeah you got a friend it's reassuring um and then kind of the next group of songs so what i was thinking of again something that's very kind of personal for me in my life and when i was when i was growing up um are these songs that kind of just bring about a sense of that like youth uh being invincible and young and carefree and just hanging out with friends whether it's just casual like at someone's house or going out and driving with driving at night with the car windows rolled down and blaring the music on and so this is kind of around the 2010s and when pop music was kind of electro pop I don't know kind of genre um but a few songs to me are you know by the group LCD sound system and they have a song called all my friends but then also another group I believe they're I'm not gonna say because I might get it wrong a group by where they're from but um (laughs) MGMT um, they had two songs that I just remember that was just, you is like always on the radio or in commercials or just in movies and it's uh, time to pretend and kids. And just whenever I hear it, like at this point, I can't remember if I always felt that it was about like the morning after the big, crazy, fun party stuff or, you know, the returning back or, you know, returning back to school and everything is just so optimistic and just jazzed about whatever's coming up in life. And you feel like, okay with it all. So those are it's like, it's like a spring in your step as you're walking down the school hallway or something. Exactly. Seeing out your buddies for the first time in a while or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another kids, you know, uh, you mentioned kids by MGMT. I have another kids for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kids by uh, One Republic. They also ah. have a- like Mm -hmm. electric synthesizer sound Mm -hmm. which i find quite endearing as well yeah that's a good one and then kind of going to the next group is like songs that you tend to play i mean you could totally play these by yourself but i know for me the there tend to be like group settings and you just lose you know all care um about how you look how you sound what's going on and you they're great you know usually songs that you sing along to or just dance around to so i say they're timeless but i think they kind of date us but i think Mm -hmm. you know generations to come will still be bopping to these tunes and uh the first Mm -hmm. one i want to lead with is all star by smash mouth yes i mean the shrek song (laughs) the the shrek song (laughs) as we know it but it's It's the shrek song it's the iconic that has shaped our generation. And that, um, movie as, is a, that movie is also a great film about, about friendship, especially when it's it unconventional and not really assumed. Yeah, all shapes and sizes are welcome. Um, and it's such a loving, loving, it gets better with age, I think. Mm-hmm. Just rewatch, not rewatch. And then another one is Wannabe by the Spice Girls, which, I mean, that's such a classic, like, friend song it's like about being buddies like if you don't know it you you should (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's it's about empowerment and like knowing what you want and like well if you want to be with me yeah you have to be this certain way 
exactly. <laughs> um, so another, yeah, another great group sing along. Yeah. Uh, and then two kind of nautical themed ones are um, Bud Like You by AJR and Act My Age by One Direction. Um, they're pretty jaunty. Sorry, that was the first song you said was, I didn't catch that. Bud, Bud Like You by AJR. Oh, and Bud Act- Like You. Got it. Okay. Yep. Yep. And Act My Age by One Direction, which mm. I believe I think it's supposed to be for like a lover, but I've always thought of it like, um, it, it's about like growing old but you still have the same relationship with someone else as you did when you were young. Um, so I just thought like, you know, friends, you just kind of treat each other the same, no matter how old you are, like, you know, jovial sibling or something. So you're always, you know, never really change. Yeah. Well, and I like thinking about like for Spice Girls, like there's like a, a like a girl group. So it's fun to like seeing the different members parts and like One Direction as well as, like, as, a, as a group band um AJR as well you know? AJR, okay yeah okay um but kind of like how like for me someone who likes to dance a lot you know I'm familiar with the One Direction Act My Age song and it just I don't know just makes you want to like kind of do this like Irish jig hopping around swinging a circle <laughs> there is a bop <laughs> something like that yeah um yeah oh another one another one how could we mention an episode about friendship mm. with mentioning you know the iconic tv show theme song that's called friends um in other words i'll be there for you by the rembrandts <laughs> oh, well. we tried to get <laughs> the everything tried to coordinate that. i guess i guess that didn't work i guess we're not friends i guess this is, the end. Mm. <laughs> this is the end of what about thank you um, for tuning in <laughs> it's been a great <laughs> episode journey <laughs> That would be synced up by now. But yes, for sure. Must include that. It's a good song. Yeah. It, it's a bop. Like, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm, you know, sorry for the controversial opinion. I'm not a huge fan of the show, but the song is catchy. Yeah. Someone had a, made a really good decision in that, you know, pitch mm-hmm. board, board meeting and to pick that song. Yeah. Yeah. And I think kind of, Going off of another, you know, this would be, you know, an older song, but still very, very, very prevalent, I feel. And today, you know, the, it's by, you know, by Bill Withers, Lean On Me. It's a slower song. It's something you kind of want to. Yeah. And it's, again, very reassuring. Kind of like the first one, you got a friend in me of, you know, being able to give trust and faith in another person and, you know, allow for someone to come into your life and help you out, which I think is really tough to do for some people i know for me um to be able to say hey i need help and like actually accept help too um and uh yeah so it's definitely a a nice yeah definitely a more of a classic tune tune there um and then kind of another classic tune and kind of going back to my childhood (laughs) and my honeypot reference i made earlier without realizing it and then getting very excited after the fact is is a theme from from Winnie the Pooh, um, the animated Pooh. Pooh. <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, Piglet. Um, but yeah, I guess the animated series, because I know it was, I mean, originally it was a book, um, a book series, but uh, yeah, I guess the animated series done by Disney. Um, so they're, they're a little studio chorus there. And yeah, just how just that little kind of trilling music and then the singing song of the chorus. Yeah. It's just so, so frivolous. 
Yeah, and I kind of like that. I you know the whole idea of that show is you know because it's Christopher Robin, you know his friends are inanimate objects, right? But he gives them there's so much life brought into well, them. Yeah, I mean, kind of like Toy Story, but mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. you know slightly different fashion with yes. stuffed animals instead of pre-made. Yeah. And then this the magical setting of the hundred acre woods, right? And just taking yeah. taking a regular you know you know unassuming environmental space but just giving it this magical breath of life mickey mouse wand spin breath of life yes all of that to that effect i will posit you animals that just leave of their own accord Mm -hmm. madagascar another fantastic film good transition Uh, there yes song called best friends by hans zimmer Mm -hmm. i forgot hans zimmer he he kind of pops in on different things Often on a lot, like he's a Lion King, and oh my god, he's just amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. Really, he respect him. Anyway, we'll perhaps talk about him in a later podcast. Probably. But, uh, uh, yes. So, best friend. It's it's a whistly tune. Um, I think it's got a little a bit of the motif theme of the Madagascar main theme, but it's also mm-hmm. just you can just imagine just like a beautiful summer. You know, just stereotypical. Mm. You know, having a walk in the park, great time. Um, and then last one is we just thought we'd kind of round this out with uh, a bit of a but um kind of effect <laughs> with uh, some animals going really crazy with uh, trash in the camp by mm. Phil Collins in Tarzan. Another mm-hmm. great. Film. These are a lot of. Are these all Disney? Or, most of them are Disney. Things are coming to life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, there must be a running theme like. Disney is great at showing friendship and family, so they haven't messed it up for a while, so that's good on them. <laughs> oh, my child yeah. is done. <laughs> yeah. But that song, I mean, I, I mean, I, I love, it's a good movie, but I think for me, one of the big standouts of that movie is, is the soundtrack that Phil Collins put together. But uh, we decided to go, we, we decided to go with this, this particular song because with the yeah, scene. In mind, but this was the one we ended up with. Yes, yeah. I think just the chaotic, carefree, letting loose sure, fun. But it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And just the, way with the, the, the gibberish, um, jazz, just grooving out. Yeah. And harmonies, you know, like supposedly mm-hmm. this is improvised harmony that sounds pretty dang good. <laughs> Well, yeah, when the harmony just, and I think it symbolized, you know, the chemistry, because again, that's another situation where it was kind of unassumed friendship, unlikely friendship, but they got along really well and were able to kind of have this awesome, fun, spontaneous jam session, jam session together as they were trashing the camp in in this particular (laughs) scene. Um, but just yeah, just how you know, friendship doesn't have to always be this structured verbal interaction. It can just be non-verbal. You just kind of sync up with people. I guess this is the, you know, what going back to what your opening said. You know, Aristotle, true friendship. You know, you just you just kind of sync to a certain degree. You know, sure, you use each other for like musical purpose. You use each mm-hmm. other for pleasure. You know, like to have fun. But in a sense, you kind of think along the same lines. Yeah. So it's the middle of that Venn diagram circle. Yeah, no. No, this was great. I, I loved, I really liked kind of coming up with this music list and enjoyed, you know, working with you, Stephanie, and Terabang. 
if you have any that I mean, I'm sure there are so many uh, that you know for the same reasons that we brought up. If there's any other reasons, you know, dealing with friendship and music songs, yeah, we were more than excited to hear about them. Yeah. So go ahead here. Yeah, you can send that to us. You can email or tweet us. That'd be that'd be great. And uh, no, this is this is a blast. I really like this. Cheers. All right, and everybody, take care. Truly, really take care. Um, we'll be thinking about you, Stephanie. Take care as well, my dear yep. friend. You too, buddy. <laughs>